All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside. Uh, man, that's some good old the Winter Brothers. Remember those guys? Remember those, Randy? That Johnny Winter and his brother. Uh, very, very uh, blonde. What is it? Albino looking guys. But Edgar and Johnny Winter. That's what we were just. Thank you, Mark, for that. You like that old stuff, Randy, or no? I, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm an old guy, so I got to like some of that old stuff, right? Well, I was going to say, you're kind of a young fella, so I didn't know if you Well, as compared that to you, yeah, you know, right, that's a fact. <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed like everybody's a young fella compared to me these days, there's no doubt about it. Because that's hey, just the truth. Before, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Randy. I can always okay. count on you for a pat on the back. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to pat him on the back of the head one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Hey, man, we, Mark and I were talking offline about stereo equipment and old collectible oh, stuff, and yeah. I sold him a turntable a long time. It's getting more and more valuable. But, but remember some of our, I mean, both of us love cars, and we're getting ready to talk about cars, NASCAR, but remember all these great cars, and you have some of them. I got a couple. What we didn't realize, Randy, back then, uh, what these cars were, I mean, I ordered a 1969 Z28, from a dealer in, in Tulsa, Broken Arrow, and it was like 3,700 and some change. I've seen numbers matching low mileage Z28 with Cal induction hood and all that, you know, original 302, go for a quarter of a million. Why, why weren't we awake? Imagine if we would have known, Randy, what we would have done. Well, I think some of that has to do with the, this thing, this uh, thing called inflation. And yes. see, I'm gonna you see what you did. What 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 you what you did was you opened up. I gotta switch gears here, right? Because I oh. I gotta switch from the politics to the to the fun. But um, but that's part <laughs> of it, right? Yeah. Yes. You gave me an opportunity, and you know I'd almost feel like I was, I would be letting down the our our campaign folks if I didn't answer that in that manner. But. No, I think you're right. I, I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with people that come into the showroom and see some of the old stuff that we've got. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to have actually some pretty good documentation. And, um, you know, some of the old window stickers. And um, I've got a 64 Dodge Polara 500 convertible that has not a facsimile of the original window sticker, I mean the original window sticker, and um, it, <laughs> you know it kind of makes you go, huh? Um, but you know, yeah. all things being relative, if you look at what the price of the car was, you look at what the price of a house was in 1964. You know, uh, it's just different. It was very, very, very different. And um, you know, I, yeah. we talked about that Monte Carlo that uh, that. You and I spoke about which, by the way, has been sold. But the window stickers never—the original window stickers—never been removed from the window. So I, I know. I I, I I looked at pictures. I showed pictures of that to my wife, and it, took, it was almost three days before she would talk to me again because <laughs> so, I well, wanted I, that car. I, I, I mean, understand. Holy cow! That car had like nine hundred miles on it, right? Less than, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, yep. I'll I'll throw one. Go ahead, Randy. Say it again. No, no, no. That's correct. Yep. Uh, anyway, that was a beautiful machine, no doubt. It would have been really because I'm kind of a GM guy and you're a Mopar guy, and but we both love them all. But uh, 
Uh, so in closing on that, and we'll get to our show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when I graduated from high school, you remember, now you might be too young for this, all joking aside, but you remember premium fuel was called ethyl. Do you remember yep. that? Fill her up with ethyl. Well, well the, the day I graduated from high school, I had a 1970 Z28 at the time, and I could put a dollar's worth of fuel in it, and it would give me a quarter of a tank, which were some days that's all I had was a dollar, but it was 17 cents a gallon for ethyl. So, yeah, compared uh, to what we've seen this year, it's gone down a little bit. It's like they, it's like the frog in the hot water to me. They they bring it way up, then they bring it down. You're thinking, oh, wow, look how cheap the fuel is, but it's really not. <laughs> anyway, well, I anyway, expect just, there'll, be, there'll be some things like that that we'll see. I would predict that you'll see um, – Interest rates go down a little bit next year. What do you think? You want to, we make a little wager. We'll bet a. Um, well, let's see. Well, we have a we have a friend that that we all that we both love in Daytona beverages. So maybe we'll 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 bet a Daytona beverages uh, uh, liquid refreshment that uh, I'm going to say two to three interest rate reductions next year. Now, okay, so. Uh, and then we're going to move on, I promise, ladies and gentlemen. But so that will happen, I would agree. But how many points will it be up by July? No, I don't I don't think so. I, I, I'm going to say I really? don't think it's going to – no, I don't think we'll see any increases. It's only going to because be – Because of the election in, year. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, when you take office, we'd appreciate it to have some fuel <laughs> prices. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Trackside. We're so glad you're here. Happy Friday to you. I cannot believe it's uh, almost Christmas time. And it seems to me, Randy, that uh, uh, McAnally Hilgman Racing is busy about having some Christmas. They have added uh, in the number 18 truck, Tyler Ancrum. Is that correct? Is that the right way to, to say his name? Yeah, you did. It's perfect. Yep, Tyler's... Uh... You know, Tyler ran um, a Toyota last year, and uh, and he's so he's uh, he's our teammate, and uh, we're excited about that. So really, it's kind of a, it's it, there's a lot more going on there. Um, so they've gone from two trucks to yep. three full time trucks, and then kind of a fourth uh, part time truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, something we're going to talk about as we continue, because we have so much stuff to cover, and we've talked about this over and over during the years, but let's look at, let's just look at this one for an example. Uh, this young man's California native, native. He's got Mark Hillman as his uh, crew chief, and uh, Liuna is a sponsor, the Labor's International Union of North America. Are on the, the uh, on this car uh, for twenty one of the twenty three races. Uh, uh, Elco, the Union Labor of Life Insurance Company, is also on this car. Um, so you know some some big sponsors, and, and as we go through the show, a lot of big sponsors are jumping into the NASCAR uh, program, and this is just one example of them. And wow, what a team! that you guys have put together with McAnally uh, Hilkman. I mean, this is incredible. Four trucks. He'll be in the number 18. But, 
Well, let's just bridge over, and then I'll let you comment on that. So let's kind of bridge over to CR7 Motorsports. They signed Grant Enfinger to a multi-year deal, and the number nine uh, Silverado in the truck series. But you, those are kind of tied together, too, with McNally uh, Hilgeman, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll get some support from from uh, uh, NHR, and, um, you know, and, and I think uh, Grant... Grant Enfinger's record um, speaks for itself. Uh, you know, my my view is that uh, had the right flag been displayed at the right time, he he likely would have been the 2023 NASCAR Craftsman uh, Truck Series champion. Um, no so, doubt. Yeah, and and no um, I, I so good for him for sure. I'm glad to see uh, that, that that worked out. There had been conversation about it quite a bit, but um, um, it uh, you know it, it took a bit, but it's done, and that's a good thing. So, uh, uh, I, I, Bill McAnally is um, just to speak to the to the racing organization itself. He's a real racer. Uh, he's got a long history of racing. A lot of his stuff was on the West Coast for a long time. Um, but he's put together a really, really good operation, and um, you know we're all excited. Uh, I know that we're excited to be over there, and um, uh, you know I, I'm, I know that Tyler Ankrum's excited to be there, and of course Christian Eckes was right on the cusp of of running for the in the final four for the championship. Um, so uh, they. Uh, uh, they really, I I will tell you, Bill's intense, and uh, he expects a lot out of people, and and so I think it's going to be a good experience for us. Uh, you know, anytime you get that number of trucks, you get a little wee bit concerned about you know having enough people and enough equipment. But right now, I think we believe we're we're good. Well, and again, it's just a healthy sign for NASCAR. All these sponsors coming on board and teams expanding. I mean, amazing with Daniel's team, you know, going away. This was their last year. And then what has developed uh, since that with with everything going on here, it's just crazy. I'm not that familiar with CR7 Motorsports. Tell me a little bit about them. Well, they do. They've always had a a relationship and affiliation that that, um, – that truck ran pretty good at times last year, and uh, you know uh, it'll be a little bit different. Grant doesn't, you know, Grant's crew chief is actually going to go, um, has already signed to go over to the uh, um, uh, the seventeen truck with Tricon Garage. Um, so uh, Jeff Jeff Hensley, really a great crew chief, um, uh, knows his stuff. So that's going to be good for Taylor. Uh, for sure, um, and uh, uh, I, you know, I don't know who the crew chief is for the for the nine, but um, you know, given given Grant's success, I'm sure it'll be a quality, high quality individual for sure. Yeah, I uh, I don't have the um, I don't have that either in this. Well, wait a minute. No, that's Cody Robo. That's the owner. I don't have the crew chief as yet either, but I, I do know, as you said, with the flag on Grant Enfinger, he won three races 
uh, nine top fives, 13 top tens in the 2023 season. So there's a great driver that CR7's got behind the wheel and, and a great alliance with Daniel's team. Yeah, you know, Grant's, uh, you know, he, he's he's a real racer. He understands the, the, the trucks. He understands the geometry. He works in the shop. He helps make stuff better. Um, so I think when you look at all that, you know, we we did get to, uh, we, we've uh, kept our crew chief from um, really the second half of last year. Uh, we've gotten a massive uh, pit crew upgrade uh, for, uh for our, our organization, uh, for Daniel's truck specifically, you know, we struggled in that area a lot last year. Very difficult uh, uh, pit stops. Um, and uh, But we've got this one that's coming out of the RCR organization, so we're, we're fired up about that. Um, just uh, lots good. Lots good. I mean, Bill is... Uh, Bill is a is a preparer. Uh, he's a planner. He 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 gets he gets ahead of the game. Well, it's going to be something. There's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm really excited about the truck series this year. And here, let me let me throw this one at you. You know, both of us last week were a little shocked to see um, a team come out, a truck team come out of Oklahoma. Yeah. And Faction 46 is the team that's coming out of Oklahoma. And I know you were kind of paying attention to the uh, anniversary with Richard Petty and all of that going on. And there was the uh, on TV with, the, with some of the um, goings on there was the 46 truck sitting there from Faction 46. And we last uh, week were talking about, well, it's, you know, Benedetto going to drive that, or who's going to drive it? Uh, Thad Moffat, the grandson of the King, Richard Petty, will be behind the wheel of the 46 truck, and uh, Doug George will be the crew chief. So, hey, uh, we're going to see the King's grandson, and looking at the truck, there's some of the King's colors on there, although it is, I'm sorry, uh, Richard, but the 43 has already been taken, But so 46 is a, is a number there, but the colors are somewhat similar, so Thad's going to be running in the truck series. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for for him and and for his mom and dad. I've known uh, Brian Moffat um, for a long time and a long time, and 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 Thad's mom, um, that's Richard's youngest daughter. Um, for, you know, just it's it's a family affair. So uh, I'm excited for them. They're going to be, you know, connected to Nice Motorsports. And, um, you know, we kind of, uh, we certainly had had pause and thought Hello? about, did, did, did we give back the, uh, do we give back the 43? Hello? Um, but we didn't because their tradition in the petty, um, in the, the way they do things, each generation gets its gets their own number and Thad's number has been 46 for um ever since he started racing so uh calling the team 46 motorsports there and uh and Thad running the 46 and if you look at it it absolutely is the petty font so um that's uh you know it's exciting i think it's it's very exciting i'm 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 thrilled for the family and what a great time for um, Thad to be 
you know, back in the truck series full time, uh, you know, celebrating the 75th anniversary of the Petty family in racing. Um, that's just it's it's awesome. I'm excited for them. Yes, well, exciting for me, exciting for the Petty family, of course, but exciting for me being from Oklahoma. I mean, who would have thunk it, uh, Randy? That, that's just kind of a shocker. Yeah, it, it had been there had been lots of conversation back and forth about Thad coming back, and uh, you know, it was it, it it looked like he was going to come back. Now, I didn't know about the affiliation, and then it then it seemed to like it had gone away, but. Uh, Obviously, they got it together, and um, you know, uh, I just I think it's awesome. Uh, great, great timing, great opportunity. Just very excited for everybody in the Petty family for all the reasons. I mean, to, to continue to have a, a Petty family member, you know, Petty blood in the uh, in the sport, and uh, and. A 75th anniversary celebration of how long they've been in the sport. It's just pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, and uh, with all this history, I know I know Richard Petty is pretty proud. There's no doubt about that. So yeah, I'm well, excited I mean, for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of trucks to root for. Obviously, re rooting for the 43, but I'll, I'm going to have to root for uh, the. Uh, 46 at least uh, for sure being an Okie and well with your ties to Richard I'm, I got a feeling you're going to be rooting for him a little bit yourself oh for sure yep I, lo- I love those guys and and uh, I wish Dad nothing but the best yep all right so let me throw something at you that's confusing <laughs> no okay I, I keep I keep going back to some comments I I heard earlier this year about you know uh, with programming and all that, you know, you guys are, you'll just be off the air after the season, right? I mean, there's, you know, what, why don't you just wait till January to come back on the air? I don't, I don't think I remember a more active off season than this uh, season, Randy, for, for one thing, but I mean, there's so many things going on. I mean, if you, my stack is like a mile higher here, but uh, let's talk Joe Gibbs racing and the Xfinity series, uh, Sheldon Creed and Chandler Smith, Join Joe Gibbs in the Xfinity Series. Well, guess who else is coming back to Joe Gibbs? Who was with them, I think, in like 2006, if I remember right. Eric Almarola is going to be on the team, and he's going to be splitting some driving with John Hunter Nemechek. And, the, and of course, John's, John Hunter's gone up, up to Cup, but they'll be splitting some driving uh, along. They'll have to be driving the, the uh, GR Supras, of course. Brian Truex. Uh, William Solich, Bill Graff Jr., Taylor Gray. Also, uh, talk about a lot of team members in the Xfinity Series, Randy. They, they've got some depth there. It's going to be hard to keep track of it all. Well, I think what, you got, what you've got there is, you know, Toyota does a really – start with TRD and Toyota Racing Development, and, and they do a lot of uh, – you know, their, their program is pretty, pretty uh, stellar. They have a plan – to bring drivers along, and um, and but but at the same time, they really don't have a lot of places to put their their develop their development drivers. You know, you got Will, William Swalich, who's the youngest in that or, in that crowd. Um, Taylor Gray's already got uh, some truck experience 
from two years ago, and then and then uh, this past year, uh, he's like I said, he's got the new crew chief um, with, uh, uh, with 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 uh, Jeff Hensley. But really, the the Toyota Xfinity program is Joe Gibbs Racing. So yeah. they're going to have a couple of full time teams. I mean, full time drivers competing for a driver's championship, but they're going to have owner's championship stuff going on, too. Um, you know, with, um, with like, the, the shared deal with John Hunter and Eric Almarella. And, and you know, think, think about that. That's Eric Almarella is going to bring a tremendous wealth of knowledge to, the, uh, to their organization. So if you're trying to develop younger guys, and you take a person like like Eric Almarello, who's got a lot of experience. Um, it's it's a it's a pretty good situation for those younger drivers, and uh, and so uh, they're they're trying to balance all that talent that they have, and uh, you know, and find places for them to get some more experience, and see who's going to be next, and you know, all those things, all those things like that. So that there's a lot lot to do. Uh, and a lot of guys are going to be competing for seats. You look back and you see, you know, um, Sammy Smith was a was definitely in the Toyota program for sure back to the super late model days, and you know he was solidly in the in the Joe Gibbs uh, operation, but now he's he switched to Chevrolet and going to be running for Junior Motorsports and. Um, you know, so you got to, there's a lot going on. And to your point, the way you started this segment was, yeah, there's, uh, this is an active off season for sure. Man, is it active. I, thank goodness you and I did not take a break because we'd be oh so far behind when we came back. I don't know if we'd ever catch up. Well, we wouldn't have been able to catch up. People would have gone. Who? What are these guys talking about? Don't they realize? I mean, obviously we would have kept it. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of folks that kind of depend on us for information. So, yeah, we're we're glad we we made it. And again, uh, saying that, yep, extremely active, but extremely active in a very positive way with all these new sponsors coming on board and all that. I mean, look at look at the future for JGR with what they're doing right now. You talk about building a solid foundation. Uh, and, and then you got a guy like Amarola in there for education and experience and all that. You know, he's liable to stay with JGR in a different capacity when, when he really does decide to stop driving. So it's interesting how these guys put it together. You know, people forget that these team owners and drivers and really everybody involved are super businessmen, are they not? Oh, yeah, they have to be. Yeah, you definitely have to be. It's a, it is a business, and um, you know business decisions are made every day. Um, so, and, and if you don't run it like a business, you could go broke. You know the old the old uh, st- statement about racing: How do you become a millionaire in racing? And the answer is start with ten million. <laughs> well, there's no doubt about that. And yeah. so, an interesting segue that you you laid out there. So this brings me to this next question. You being a team owner and involved in the business and and son being a driver and all that, let's look at SHR. And Kevin Harvick leaves, and 
we know some big sponsors leave. And SHR announces this week that they've lost another sponsor, Hunt Brothers Pizza, which we, of course, saw on the four uh, many, many times, has now announced that they have a multi-year partnership uh, with the, the Penske team and uh, Joy Logano and our reigning champion, Ryan Blaney, on his car uh, coming up in the 2024 season. So my question to you from a business standpoint, and you have a, uh, a good insight into it, what the heck's going on over there at SHR and what's their future going to be like? I mean, no one can really tell that, but it's uh, it's kind of a sad thing to see what's going on over there. I mean, these big sponsors like Smithfield and others, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, leaving, going somewhere else, that hurts, man. Well, those are those are tough to replace. There's no doubt, um, and uh, you know. But I also will say that you know, keep in mind what you just said. They they went to another organization, so they didn't leave the sport. They went to another organization. You know, Hunt Brothers Pizza when they first started. I don't know if anybody even knew who they were. Um, right. But think about how well they must be doing to continue. Um, yep. So I, I think you've got um, you know. You look at the at uh, Stuart Haas Racing four Cup teams and lots of I think there's lots of conversation. To me, uh, one of the things that probably wouldn't be a terribly big surprise. I, I could give you several, but the one would be, uh, you know, there's more interest in racing today by uh, entertainment slash sports. Uh, entertainment organizations, um, and and it, there's there's the precedent is it's there. I mean, you've got you know Roush Fenway, uh, Keselowski Racing. So if you look at the Fenway piece of that, and all of the other interests they have in sports and entertainment, you you get what I'm saying. Um, and there are, if you look at. Uh, uh, the 99 and the 1, uh, you know, that is a similar situation. If you look at, uh, you know, the 23, uh, 23-11, it, it's, it's not just a racing organization. So, so you, the, the, I think potentially the next uh, partnership of a sports entertainment partner the, a, a target would be Stuart Haas Racing, in my opinion. The other thing is a, a, a sports entertainment organization could come and say, hey, we want to buy um, one of the organizations, one of the teams, one of the charters, and go do their own thing and affiliate you know, someplace else. So I think what you're going to see, in my opinion, is one or one or one or the other of those situations uh, that that maybe they'll they'll sell a charter <clears throat> downsize to three or which I think is more likely they'll have a they'll, they'll they'll bring in a sports entertainment partner that's my theory we'll see how you know, that's so that's our second Daytona beverages uh, uh, cold uh, refreshment bet how's that Okay. Well, it just makes it more fun to to watch it. 
and and as you just said, you know, uh, what who's going to be who may step up, a broadcast partner, whatever. And then we look at news that we discussed last week with uh, new broadcast partners, Amazon coming on board with NASCAR, streaming coming on board. I mean, the the to me, looking at all these parts and pieces, and I, I don't, of course, look at the NFL or uh, NHL or, or pro basketball like we look at um, NASCAR, but it seems that talk about cutting edge just like they did in, in COVID, NASCAR is doing some unbelievable things that are, are growth and positive and better fan experience and more broadcast partners. And we, we well know, I mean, you know, two, three years ago, we were all hooked up to cable. Now most of us are streaming everything that comes across our our television. So you know NASCAR's gotten it, gotten into that and podcasts and all that. So it's amazing to watch this stuff unfold, Randy. Well, you know, I think um, one of the things I would tell you, um, and, and I, this is a blessing and not bragging. I'm merely trying to say I'm fortunate enough to to know a lot of the people in the NASCAR organization, a lot of the people who, who make decisions, a lot of people who go out and hire great talent to do things. Some of the best people that I know uh, in this in this sports industry work for NASCAR. Um, and, and some of the best people that I know are, you know, uh, make a lot of decisions about who, who does those things. And they're great listeners, too, by the way. The, the, that's one of the things that I appreciate most. Um, they listen to people. They consider. Uh, it doesn't mean they're swayed. It just means that they consider all of the options. And I, uh, you know, it, I will never. I, and I don't. I can't believe it. It hasn't been written. You know, as a. It should be in our colleges and universities. The NASCAR's uh, ability to to pivot during COVID and what they accomplished. I, if, if there, there is no greater uh, statement as far as I'm concerned than to see what they did during that time and how they managed their way out and, uh, and how they were the leader. Uh, so I think um, you, you have to give them a tremendous amount of respect for what they what they're doing and what they know. Um, listen, they've made some mistakes along the way. You know, there was a time there when I think they lost their way, and I think they lost their, their way uh, close to some of their core, you know, the core fans. And they, they fixed it, though. I mean, they didn't just go, oh, well, woe is us, we're, we're done. No, they, they fixed it. So uh, it, it, I, I have a lot of respect for how, how they manage their business. And uh, and I think so does the rest of the, you know, the, the Fortune 500 companies, the fans, um, you know, they do they do a nice job, that's for sure. And so, yep, um, I think one of the things that I would tell you about them is that, that, that they don't believe that it's all 100% streaming. You're going to be able to consume NASCAR uh, broadcasts the way that you choose. Um, right. And that's Which cool. will build the audience to be bigger. It'll, yes, be, it'll, it'll result in a bigger audience. Yes, There's no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Okay, so this is going to be your fault. I'm going to blame you for this. <laughs> We're going to take a break now. But, ladies and gentlemen, you heard Randy mention colleges and universities. 
Oh, I would say, God. as a NASCAR fan, some of us old redneck boys could get in there and clean these colleges up. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. We have a lot more to come back to. We're brought to you tonight by Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram. Daytona's Garage, Bush Beer, Daytona Beverages, Daytona on Tap, Solar Pit, and Southeastern Sports. We got lots more. We'll be right back to listen to the track side. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold Bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage. Your ride, our passion. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Trackside. Uh, happy Friday to everybody. Randy, you know, talking about growth, let's look at uh, Trackhouse, which is definitely a cutting edge on the grow. But uh, I got a press release talking about uh, Shane Van Gisbergen. And uh, he's going to do at least 30 races in 2024. Uh, all of his uh, races and all the details have not been announced by Trackhouse at this point. But uh, uh, <laughs> quoting him, I would like to do even more, like 40 races uh, in the mixed classes if he could. So uh, it'll be mainly in the Xfinity Series, but a lot of cup races and maybe some truck stuff too. So this guy kind of blew the uh, world away when he won, and now look at this guy in NASCAR. Unbelievable. Well, I think... So you know he won in his in his discipline, right? And that's the whole and I, and he I mean he he put a whooping on everybody. Um, the 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 real thing though is is that that's one of the unique things about NASCAR is there's so many different styles of racetracks, and so he has um, he has a learning curve um, and. You know, we go back and I we talk about this all the time about other drivers that have come from different series and try to try to succeed in NASCAR, and it's it's a rarity, honestly, that uh, that that's ever happened um, happened very well. Um, I, I can go all the way from you know Mario Andretti who did win the Daytona 500, um, you know AJ Foyt. These are IndyCar guys. You know, I remember when. Um, Steve Kinzer, who was a huge World of Outlaws, the, I mean, maybe the king of the World of Outlaws, and uh, struggled mightily, um, you know, in NASCAR. 
I think what they're doing with SVG is um, really uh, – uh, it, it's the only hesitancy I have is you're, you're compacting it. You're really doing a lot of different kinds um, in a short amount of time. So that's, uh, that's very aggressive. They're speeding the learning curve for sure. Um, but uh, clearly, he's extraordinarily talented. So this may be that guy, but, but the good news is they are trying to give him some of the uh, other series experience, which I think he's going to need. I, you know, mm-hmm. nobody has ever made the transition, even the guys like Mario Andretti and, and um, A.J. Foyt, Al Unser, uh, Al Unser Jr., uh, some of these guys, they've had little stints, but they've never really ran the long, grueling schedule of what NASCAR does. So I think this is going to be an interesting uh, experience uh, for sure, watching him do this. Um, um, I, but I, I stand in awe of his talent, I'll say that. Well, but uh, a, a good point that you make, and just not too far in the past, uh, an extreme athlete, uh, one with no fear whatsoever, uh, Travis Pastrana, and you know he didn't, he just, he didn't really kill him in NASCAR, no doubt about that. So yeah, I mean, you, you win a race, that gives you a lot of inspiration and all that, but it's, it's a different ball game when, especially trying to run this many races. I mean, it's possible. We'll, we'll I'd love to see it, no doubt about it, but. Uh, a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of big dogs have tried it. Uh, NASCAR seems to be a world of its own. Well, I, I don't think that you know. The, the, I mean, that the industry itself is called the NASCAR uh, group of drivers as a, as a group, the best in the, the best in the world, and I don't think that's handed out, uh, you know, just willy nilly. I, I think it's. Uh, it's done so because of all the different disciplines, the different kinds of racetracks, uh, the different circumstances. Uh, you know, there's a lot to learn in this sport. And, um, you, you know, I've seen a lot of guys have great success in other places. And this is, uh, this is a tough place to, to – you just have to go through it. I mean, you just have to do it. And, you know, and I, I think that's some of what we're doing. You know, Daniel's he's having to experience – all of this stuff and uh, you know and it's 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 all it's a cliche to say seat time seat time seat time but there really is no no substitute absolutely well again lots of cool stuff to watch let's talk about some more uh, big sponsors coming on board a lot of people are familiar with and have heard of the Ziegler Auto Group and they are going to be partnering with Spire Motorsports with Carson Hosevar uh, for, let's see, Daytona, Talladega, Charlotte, uh, Worldwide Technology, Nashville, Chicago, Indianapolis, Michigan, and Homestead in the 2024 season. So another big big sponsor joining in with Spire. Yeah, they, they've been kind of dabbling in the in the sport for a while, and uh, that's a, this is a pretty big commitment for sure. Here is yet another one that I, I really like. Um, you know, we've seen William Byron uh, develop. I mean, he's he had a year this past year that uh, 
Wow. I mean, just an amazing year for a young driver with, with Hendrick Motorsports. He's 26 years old. Uh, he, as a lot of people don't know, that he's uh, pursuing his BS in strategic communication through Liberty University's online program. So here's a guy that's uh, trying to get his BS. Uh, he's traveling all over the place. You know how hectic the, the driver's schedule is and uh, trying to make that happen. Um, uh, Liberty University has decided that they are going to be a sponsor and follow him uh, even more now in the 2024 season. So uh, pretty cool to have. I mean, that, that's a fantastic university, uh, conservative university. Really, really proud to see them come on, on board to support Byron. But that's, that's another big one, another vote of confidence, not only for William Byron, which is a big part of it, but, of course, for NASCAR. Twelve races oh, yeah. in twenty twenty four. Yeah, they've upped their they've upped their participation. So you know, there again, um, and you know, and, and uh, to our own partner, um, Champion Container, they they have upped their participation uh, with us in uh, in the Truck Series this year. So I, I think there's a there's a great return on investment, and um, uh, you, you know, it's it's there's 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 people who get it, and there's people who don't. And, um, uh, you know, I know the Hendrick organization does a great job of providing value to their partners. Uh, William Byron is obviously a good person to partner with. And we uh, we understand that as well. You've got to provide value. And, uh, you know, and, and sometimes the partners have a different uh, definition of what that is. So you've got to be able to figure out that spot and, and get to it. Well, again, proud to, to see them. I mean, they've they've been a supporter, but to up it, uh, and we all know it's not uh, not inexpensive to do this. So that's got to make William Byron feel pretty good, and well, it'll make him you know work really hard to get good grades, Randy. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the key right there. I think that's very 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 possible. Okay, here's yet even another one. Global Apparel Brand Castori, I, I think I'm saying that correctly, Castori, enters a partnership with Hendrick Motorsports on all of their vehicles. They make, um, a lot of folks recognize the name, they, they're a sportswear uh, creator, and they're going to be putting out, not only being sponsored and being a, but they'll be an official partner of Hendrick. They'll be putting out uh, an apparel line that, resembles what the guys and the crew uh, and the drivers are wearing, Randy, that'll be a- available for purchase. So another uh, another big company joining with, with NASCAR and, of course, with, with Hendrick and uh, give the fans something different. I mean, the, the cool uniforms and stuff that the that the crew wears, and, and that'll be accessible for the average uh, average guy or average girl. Yeah, I mean, I, and and I think that's fun. You know, that's used to see that stuff back in the day, and it was very successful. They sold a bunch of it, uh, and I'm talking about way back in the day. And I think we've all had it, and uh, um, good to see somebody that's gonna gonna take it over and, and uh, make something out of it for sure. Well, again, we keep repeating ourselves, but you know, to have more and more big companies, I mean. It wasn't that long ago, Randy, when we took, when the media was telling us that the sponsors were disappearing, NASCAR was going down the tubes. And you know, we've said this a thousand times, but it's just interesting to 
to see this development and big names and, and stand with it, re-upping new sponsors. It just it, it says a lot. Uh, well, basically, it says a lot for our economy long term. I mean, to invest in NASCAR, which is entertainment for a lot of the big companies, is a vote uh, for positive, uh, and you're going to have a lot to do with this when you get in office. But a vote for positive um, economy going forward, hopefully. Well, I uh, I think uh, you know there's there's definitely those companies are expressing confidence for sure and. Um, you know, I look forward to a great race season. I think we're, you know, we're not that far away. We'll be back at it, and uh, it should be should be a lot of fun. Um, and um, you know, and I'm, <laughs> it's it's all, it's upon us. I mean, it's it's we're just it, we're just right knocking on the door, and here we go. Exactly. We'll be talking exactly. about results and qualifying and wrecks and all that stuff again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it'll be here before you know it, no doubt about it. Okay, so speaking of wrecks, Advent Health has sponsored Jimmy Johnson. We've talked about that. Legacy Motor Club signs Jason Burdett to be Jimmy Johnson's crew chief. Um, it, it's not really been announced uh, for sure how many races, and right now it's like three or four. But I guess my, my question to you, and we've talked about this last week with Kevin Harvick, uh, we saw, I mean, Jimmy Johnson, incredible talent, seven-time champion. Can't take anything away from him, but we were talking about with Kevin Harvick, and Kevin has talked about this himself. When you get to be a certain age, can you compete at the cup level, even if you're Jimmy Johnson? So, I mean, you're a driver and you're involved in the sport. Just your thoughts on this. You know, again, he hasn't announced how many races he's going to be. Number one, I can't really – I, to see him in a Toyota is going to be tough for me, but anyway, and nothing against Toyota. It's just unusual uh, going from Hendrick to Toyota with Legacy Motor Club. But um, what? What? Why is he doing this in the Cup Series? Can he? Can he compete? What, what's your opinion? So I think probably it helps to have the the, the leader of the organization, much like Dale Earnhardt Jr. does. Um, in the Xfinity series to run a few races and it's good for your partners to see that and, um, you know, to be active. I don't know how much longer Dale Jr. is going to do it. I mean, I think he's already got two or three on the schedule for this for 24. Um, I, I think the higher you go. And if you look at Dale Jr.'s schedule, it's pretty selective, but the higher you go, the harder it gets to compete on a on a part time basis, um, you know. Uh, I especially if you're not competing in motorsports some other place, some other series. So I think uh, this gets a lot more difficult uh, the longer it goes, and especially if you're only going to run a few races. You know, we all have a have a rhythm we get into when we compete, and and being uh, only having three races to do that, um, it's tough to get that rhythm. And uh, it might it, it may be that you don't forget, and you understand what it's like. But I'm talking about a competitive rhythm, and there there's a big difference. Uh, and just showing up at a racetrack to go out and get in to get in the car, and actually having a competitive rhythm a competitive edge 
and uh, or and because of lack of activity, potentially a competitive disadvantage. And um, I, I don't know how much longer this can continue with uh, this this very 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 light schedule. I I think that's uh, that's a big ask. I, I could see it actually better, more 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 likely if, if he was competing in a truck series race where there were shorter races and all that sort of stuff. But uh, this is this is tough to do what he's trying to do. I I can assure you, really tough. Yep, going to be interesting, no doubt. As we run out of time, a Tony Stewart story here. Uh, as you know, he's got a drag racing team, and uh, his driver, his uh, his wife, Leah Pruitt, uh, was one of the drivers, and she's not going to race in 2024, Randy, because Tony and she uh, are going to try to start a family. So yeah, right. his, her replacement uh, full-time in the dragster will be, who do you think? I don't know who's going to be. I mean, you know, he's talking about doing it. There's there's all kinds of stories there. I, first off, I think the most important thing is congratulations to yes. Tony Stewart yeah. and his wife, right, to, 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 to think about and to plan to start a family. That's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Well, uh, you can say congratulations twice if you like to because it will be Tony Stewart behind the yeah. wheel of the dragster for the 2024 well, season. Yeah, we'll see how lo- how well that sits with Leah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's all we'll say about that one. And last thing really quickly is we all remember the Ryan Priest crash last year at Daytona in August. Uh, we've talked a lot about grass and stuff at racetracks. Uh, what we're going to tell you is that Daytona has paved that backstretch area finally. Uh, uh, to, to get rid of that grass so we won't see that. We've seen lots of races on that backstretch, and that grass is now gone. Uh, so good news right there at Daytona, and we'll be seeing that uh, during the, the Daytona 500 weekend, no doubt about that. Speaking of gone, we are gone. We have blown through our time. We sure appreciate you being with us on Trackside. Get ready for Christmas. Get your shopping done, and we'll see you next week right here on Trackside. Keep the racetrack, everyone. Bye-bye. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold Bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage, your ride, our passion. 